Good evening and welcome to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football. Now let's join your host for the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow. And this is the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow along with Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. Well, coach, uh, another game where you, you let it get away um, against Sioux Falls last weekend. Um, but this is a very good Sioux Falls team. They ran out to a 20 to nothing lead. Uh, tell me what the discussion was once you guys were behind 20 to nothing, because basically after that, you played them even. Yeah, I think we, we also started fast on offense. Um, we, we moved the ball really well the first drive, and we were clicking just a good mixture of um, pass run and RPOs. And uh, they batted the ball, which was intercepted as we got into close to the red zone. Um, so it's you know not necessarily anybody's fault. It's, it they, they have a really good defensive front. They came into the game averaging minus eleven yards rushing, and that was due to a lot of the sacks that they had created in the first couple of games. Um, defensively, we just we didn't have as good of a defensive showing. Uh, their their first drive, which we we won now three tosses in a row, three coin tosses in a row, uh, because we like to defer and try to time with time management try to manage the game to the point that we can score at the end of the first half and then come back and score again in the second half and we'd be able to do that a couple of games including this one um but anyway uh they took eight minutes off the clock in the first quarter there in the first drive and uh, then we had a nice drive and somehow it got to 20 to 3 um or you know then we we did kick a field goal um, before the half and then came out second half and had a nice drive and things really kind of opened up for our offense. Connor played a great game and we ended up having 411 yards of offense against a really good defense. And uh, some receivers stepped up and had big games. Um, and we were we were within two scores, you know, late in, the, late in the second half. We just weren't able to, you know, play complimentary football. So for example, if we, uh, at one point we recovered a, their fumbled punt return and we just couldn't score. Or if we did score quick, Defensively, we didn't shut them down, and we just need to put, you know, one unit, um, one unit's great play supported by another unit's uh, great play, and that's our next step here in in trying to get a win is to, you know, play complimentary football. So that's kind of all the game went, but they're a very good team, and and uh, you know we're just really focused on trying to improve every day. Connor was only sacked once and that's a big deal because this team had been as you already mentioned um they've been piling up the sacks with the opposition uh averaging negative 11 yards rushing um sounds to me like your offensive line played much better well they did at the same time connor is the reason there was only one sack um he avoided a lot of pressure uh he ran for 67 yards he looked very aggressive that was his best game maybe as a golden bear. Um, he had over 300 yards passing, six, seven yards rushing through three touchdown passes. Um, you know, so I think he had a lot to do with the, the, the sack limitation more so than the offensive line, just, just being honest, but, um, the old line did a, a solid job, but we have to play better. Um, the balance between running and passing the football, um, did you get where you wanted to be? I know you Connor threw over over 300 yards and you guys had what about 185 yards on the ground. Is, is that the kind of balance you're hoping for? You know, it, it seemed to flow better early in the game. Like we were able to, you know, put ourselves in really good 
down and distance situations. You know, one of our goals is to get four yards or more first down. That just gives you a lot of different play opportunities. Um, as we got into the second half and the fourth quarter specifically, we had to, because we were down two scores, we had to throw a lot more. And I'm not sure we ran much in a sec in, a, in that fourth quarter. Um, we want to, we want to run the football more than we did. Um, so I guess every game has its own personality. You know, going back to the Southwest State game, we were running really well. And maybe we didn't have the, the balance uh, or as much pass as we needed to have in that game to score the points that we needed. Um, so it's, this is really challenging to find that, that, that flow. And I felt really good about the first drive we had because we were mixing up some formations. You know, we were getting some things with the pass game. We, we had some good runs, um, you know, some RPOs. And, and I think that's when we're at our best is when we can just mix that up and keep the defense off balance. Um, at the same time, we, we feel like we have three of the better running backs in the league and we need to play those guys more. Um, so, you know, maybe being in two backs is something we need to do more. Um, but I, I, I definitely want to be a balanced attack and, you know, and, and keep the defense guessing from what we're trying to do. Um, talk to me more about Connor's development as a quarterback with the injury last year and, you know, the inability to get him in as much as you had hoped. Um, where has he gone from, from la even from this year, from game one now through three games? What kind of, what kind of strides has he made in your eyes? I think he's made tremendous strides, but I think it starts with his character. You know, he's a really um, high-character young man, uh, hardworking. Football is very important to him. He puts a lot of time into his growth. He had a great week of practice, his best practice, because – you know, when things didn't go as well the week before, we didn't score points. You know, it's him and I that, that feel the heat the most. And I think, you know, he responded very well by being locked in. And that's one thing we're really trying to emphasize to our players is how you practice is oftentimes how you play. And we had some good examples this past week of guys that had phenomenal practices and then made similar plays in the game. But I think a lot of players don't – they don't correlate – practice quality and deliberate practice to you know playing the game you know everybody practices so it's it's not just a practice but when we talk about deliberate practice we're talking about improvement being the key motivating factor of your practice and and attention to detail and focus on specific goals and it's not always fun um, but there's there's constant improvement and you're not just going through the repetitions and and that's something I think is in, in football, it's really, you know, practices are challenging and people get tired and they're, they're long at times, you know, we're looking at two hours of practice at times. So it's, it's really challenging for student athletes to be locked in and focused on giving hundred percent effort, hundred percent of time. But, but that's where we have to keep growing as a program for us to, to have the results we want on Saturday because everybody wants to win on Saturday but that will and that desire to win has to has to motivate you on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, when it's harder. Yeah. All right. But I'm sorry. I got off, I've got off track when regards to Connor, his biggest growth is I think he's getting better at staying in the pocket when he needs to, yep. um, you know, and, and stepping up and making throws, um, you know, finding that balance of when to take off, when to stay. Uh, his confidence was strong this past weekend. The first game he was playing really well, but he, he got popped pretty good in the fourth quarter, came out of the game. And I feel, I feel like he had some lingering, um, you know, maybe pain or, 
or confidence in that injury going into the second game and maybe didn't allow him to play as aggressively as he did this past week. But this past weekend um, against Sioux Falls, he was very aggressive in his run game. And uh, it was just good to see him play very decisively and aggressively and with confidence. And, and that, I think that's where he's continuing to grow. All right. Um, let's take a break. When we come back, um, we'll talk to a couple of your players. And then uh, you and I will uh, finish up a little bit later and talk about this game's against Wayne State. We are talking to head coach Shannon Courier right here on the Coaches Show. More after this timeout. Stay with us. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your To Be Continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. You're listening to The Coach's Show with Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Courier. And welcome back to The Coach's Show. And we are joined now by a pair of sophomore players from the Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears, quarterback Connor Quartz and uh, punter Parker Dahlman. Let's start with you, Connor. Uh, big game for you this past weekend against Sioux Falls. Obviously, you guys didn't get the win. That's the number one goal. But uh, you had over 300 yards plus uh, – a good game on the ground. Um, as you see it, having gone from last year as a freshman to this season, now three games in, uh, what do you see as uh, the number one thing for your improvement and, and the things that uh, you've been able to uh, get better at here along the way? Uh, I would say just just maturing, you know, uh, working with Coach Kiefer, my quarterback coach, and just, you know, staying in the pocket, not getting antsy with my feet and, you know, leaving the pocket too early and things like that and really just just trusting the offense. Got to gotta trust what our offense is made for, the explosive plays are going to come, the completions are going to come and things like that, and I can't just, you know, I can't get greedy. In high school, right, you can, you can take these big plays, but you're not going against – you know, good defenses. And then the NSIC, we're going against a, we're going against a good defense every week. So I would say for me, it was just uh, maturing as a quarterback and just gaining more knowledge, learning more coverages and, and things like that that have really just uh, helped benefit me. Talk about uh, this past weekend um, against Sioux Falls in particular, because the Sioux Falls defense is one of the better defenses, not only in the conference, but maybe one of the better defenses in the country. Uh, they had a number of sacks. And the, the offenses against them on the ground were averaging negative 11 yards. So that tells me that they've been getting a lot of sacks. Uh, what did you guys do that, um, you know, helped alleviate that? And so to, to make you successful this past weekend? Uh, I would say, you know, I put a lot of trust in my offensive line and, you know, they, they really did. They really did the best they could. And we, you know, slid our protection one specific way to get Jake Edwards, our left tackle, who's, you know, a really good player. We really tried to just give him the one-on-one -on -one matchup as, as much as possible uh, in our protection scheme. We have like a man side and a zone side, and we were trying to give Jake the man side every time and, you know, make him have the, the one versus one, which, you know, really helped. And, you know, as the, the stats show, we only gave up one sack and it was kind of a a fluke thing where my center Sam Marshallik just kind of tripped and the dude came free. But um, other than that, they did a they did a great job protecting me. And then, you know, we worked a lot of escape drills this week in the pocket and just being able to get out and, and make plays on the run and 
working with some scramble drills. Um, Parker, to you, um, from your freshman year to your sophomore year this year, um, what kinds of things have you worked on to uh, improve your game? Yeah, you know, this offseason was big. Uh, Coach Mulkwitz, our special teams coordinator, worked with me a lot. Um, we kind of reshaped our whole punt scheme, and he really involved me uh, with that process. And so that's been that's been huge because now I kind of understand really what's going on with the other 10 guys out there last year. I was just kind of going out there and kicking the ball. And this year, you know, I'm helping guys out with the protection and stuff. So I feel like I just have a much better understanding for the entire process, and I can kind of help my teammates uh, with that. Is there anything technique-wise that you have worked on with the actual kicking of the football? Yeah, so the big thing, uh, especially the last two games, has just been simplifying um, my whole, whole process. Um, had some struggles in the first game versus Augustana, so after that we've been looking to just, you know, make me think about as little as possible, you know, keep it very, very simple for me and just trying to put me out there, hit a good ball, so trying to quiet all the thoughts going on in my head and just try to focus on one or two things to help me hit a good ball. How often are you trying to get the ball so your um, so your wideouts who get who go down there to cover your cover team can down it inside the ten? And how often are you trying to kick it out of bounds and, and cough and corner the kick? Yeah, you know it really depends on the situation. You know, a lot of times if we're kicking from you know the fifty or the forty, um, I might try to put it out of bounds, try to just limit no returns at all. And but if I'm trying to flip the field, I might try to leave it out you know, give the gunners a chance, you know, maybe the returner doesn't catch it and we get a good roll. Um, so it, it's situational. Uh, you know, we got some great gunners, uh, Jack Mustard, Tiger, Cyrus McClure, Alex Andrade, they, they do their job well, they fly down there. Um, and, you know, a couple of them have complained to me that they haven't gotten enough chances. So I'm just trying to give them a chance to go down <laughs> and make a play. Yeah. Uh, Connor, now you've got um, a Wayne State team that has not lost a football game. They're 3-0. and You've got the long trip down there. Um, how has preparation gone this week and what do you know about their defense that you're going to hopefully exploit? Uh, they have a pretty sound defense. They're going to give us um, MFC middle field close coverages a lot, meaning like a one high safety. So uh, that'll be something interesting that we, re that we really haven't seen, but they're once again, it's kind of a, a bend don't break defense. And then if they give up a big play, let's just say we're preparing for, we're preparing for pressure. Um, the D coordinator likes to likes to bring heat when once a, a big play or once we get inside of their territory. So we're just, you know, got to work on our protection schemes throughout the week. But I think as an offense, we're just we're just excited to excited to, you know, go down there and, and give it our best shot because now we've proven that we can go against any decent defense in the NSIC. Because like you said, we we really believe Sioux Falls is going to be one of the best defenses we face all year. Are they a four three or a three four base? They're a four-three base. Yeah. Does that change anything at all for you guys, or are most of the most of the defenses you see four-three? Uh, honestly, most of the defenses, and probably the rest of the defenses we'll see for the year, are going to be four-three. SMSU is the only one that really gave us an odd front, which was you know really strange to see in the NSIC because so many teams are are run run heavy. So I would say it's it honestly helps us because we're more prepared, and every day in practice we're going against a a four, three situation with our defense. Uh, Parker, uh, last one for you, you guys, uh, you know, Oh, and three, you only won one football game last year. Um, talk about the mental part of that and, and how you have to get over that in order to be successful on a weekly basis. Yeah. You know, 
you know, it's been a, a tough couple of, of weeks here this year and last year. So it's just kind of having that mentality every time you step out there that, you know, you got to got to believe that, you know, this is the week we're going to get one. Um, we've had, had opportunities uh, and I think we're just all kind of itching to get that next opportunity because at some point it's going to break. And we got a lot of talent on this team. The culture is a lot better than it's been last year. At some point it's going to break and we're going to we're going to go out there and get a, get a W and it's going to be great. Uh, and last one for you, Connor. Coach tells me, he, he said, hey, when our offense doesn't click, I feel the heat and my quarterback feels the heat. Uh, <laughs> there's some truth to that? Without a doubt. Uh, Coach, Coach C and I had a great meeting uh, last week and just talking that, you know, when, when the game doesn't go our way, the first people that are going to point the finger at is going to be the starting quarterback and the head coach. So let's just say that, you know, that grows Coach C and I's, you know, bond closer, especially the way the games have been going, because, you know, that definitely is the truth. But I think I came into this week with, you know, a better mindset and just used it as motivation, truthfully, and uh, wanted to go out there and prove that, you know, I can make plays, that I'm the guy that's going to that's gonna help us win, and I know the wins are going to come. Well, if you've played quarterback long enough, you know that, that that's probably true all the way back to high school and even before that. So, um, well, best of luck to you guys this week at Wayne State. And uh, hopefully get uh, win number of it one. And we'll uh, talk to you both again somewhere down the road here. Thanks. Appreciate Robert. it. Thank you so much for having us. All right. There's sophomore punter Parker Dahlman and sophomore quarterback Connor Quartz here on the Coaches Show. Back with more from head coach Shannon Career after this timeout. Make sure you download our new CSP Bears game day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. Now back to the Coaches Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. And the Coaches Show continues here on Minnesota Score Radio. We're talking to head coach Shannon Courier. Well, Coach, um, before we get into Wayne State, I wanted to talk about what you know I view as some good news. Um, one of your former players, Chris Garrett, who was with the Los Angeles Rams last year during their Super Bowl run, um, primarily on the practice squad. Um, was waived by the Rams and has landed, I don't know, about five miles from you at, uh, with the uh, Minnesota Vikings on their practice squad. Uh, what have your conversations been with Chris and, um, you know, how, how is he doing? Yeah, it's been a lot of conversation. Fortunately, he's been around a lot. He was at the game last weekend. He stopped over to uh, um, watch the uh, players lift last Thursday. Uh, he had dinner and watched the, the Vikings game on Monday at Coach uh, Overland, our strength coaches. And then tonight, nice. uh, he's coming over to our house to have some steak. He likes steak. And uh, so we've, been, we've had a lot of conversation. We're excited for him. He's excited to be back. Uh, after the Rams experience, he had gone out to Baltimore, uh, Arizona, Chicago. And he was on his way back from Chicago like at 2 in the morning and then was directed to uh, Minnesota uh, to do his tryout here last week. And then after being here, you know, they signed him to the practice squad. And uh, there's a lot of connections with the, the Rams staff being that uh, obviously the head coach and outside linebacker coach and other guys have been part of the, the Rams staff and know what he can do. And he knows the defense, which is beneficial. 
so we're all excited about seeing him and having him close by. And um, I think, you know, we're, we're expecting him at some point to hopefully get on the active roster. How do you see him fitting in? Because as I look at the Vikings in that 3-4, boy, he seems like a natural fit as an edge guy. That's exactly why he was drafted by the Rams is to play that outside linebacker, pass rush guy. And he shows some good things um, with the Rams. It's just a matter of staying healthy now. He, he worked through a groin injury in fall camp, and that probably led to you know them waving him. Um, so if you can, you know, part of the game is always availability um, at every level, and and hopefully he can just remain healthy. And then he's learning the defense right now and trying to get all the terminology intact. And then you know from there, as he performs in a practice squad, that'll pro- provide the opportunities maybe for for game time action at some point. But they do like him and. He's a great person, great character, great locker room guy. Um, so there's a lot more reasons to have him in your program other than the fact that he's long and athletic and explosive. But I think he's a lot better than he was when he was here. In fact, he didn't even play all his eligibility here right? Um, because of COVID and everything. So, um, you know, he had opportunities to leave part of that senior year. But we're expecting good things from him. Yeah. Um, okay, let's uh, focus in on Wayne State. This week's opponent, you have to travel to Wayne State. I know it's your longest drive of the year. Um, let's talk about that. Before we get into what Wayne State does, uh, let's talk about your preparation on this end for making that long drive when you leave, when you get there, when you come home, that type of thing. Yeah, we're going to leave uh, tomorrow mid-afternoon or you know, midday, noonish um, tomorrow, Friday morning. Friday morning, uh, yes. Uh, and we'll have a practice here before we go. Uh, because it's just easier to conduct a practice at home where we have, you know, scout players and things like that to help us have an effective practice. After that, um, you know, we'll get some Chick-fil-A for the fellows so they get a little snack before we get on the bus. And then we're going to get, you know, to Sioux City. We don't stay in Wayne. There's not many opportunities to stay in Wayne, Nebraska, but we stay close in close proximity. And we'll have dinner, you know, as a team in the evening. We have meetings after the dinner. Um, and then, you know, we, we get them done about 930 or so and we do a bed check. And then the next day it's a 6 p.m. game. So we have the day to kind of uh, let them sleep in a little bit. But we have a, a breakfast and then a pregame meal uh, four hours prior of, of game time, which is about two o'clock. And then obviously we head over to the facility and the guys get ready to play um, because it's a, a six o'clock game, seven hours away. That puts us back in town, probably 435 a.m. So uh, it's part of college football. We fortunately don't have to travel a lot, but this is one of those days where it's long and, um, you know, you want to maximize that time you have on the bus. If it's sleep, if it's homework or reading or, you know, instead of just wasting your time playing games and watching movies, those are opportunities to, you know, get work, get better. And, and that's kind of what we try to focus on when we're on the trips. But um, that's also the time where the players come together and develop rapport with one another. Um, you, know, you get to have conversations and things like that. So we're excited about the trip, and they're a very good football team, and we're looking forward to another opportunity. And as you mentioned, they are good. This is another um, a team that's 3-0, and maybe one of the better teams in the conference. Um, tell me a little bit about what they do best. What they do best is their offense is very uh, – you know, they have a lot of different um, dynamic, I guess the word. They do a lot of different things. Their quarterback is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He can throw, he can run. Um, as a freshman last year, they beat Mankato. They beat Mankato at Mankato. They beat Winona at Winona. They beat Duluth at Duluth. 
Um, so they had some big wins last year as him as a freshman. And then this year they've carried in and they've uh, come out of the first three games, three and oh. Um, so they're really, really uh, a good offense that we have to stop and we have to communicate well and make sure that we have um, our checks are, are in place and everybody's on the same page on defense and tackle better than we have been. And then on, on defense, they're just really sound. Um, they play good structure. They play some man coverage and zone both. Um, they're just really solid um, in every position. And, you know, they're going to force us to go the, the distance with our plays. And we, we just have to execute and make sure we can get the ball going on the ground um, to, to take clock time away and keep their offense off the field. And then we got to find ways to, to create some special teams, big plays too. All right, coach, best of luck at Wayne State, Nebraska, and uh, we will talk to you again next week. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. He is head coach Shannon Courier right here on the Coaches Show. You have been listening to the Coaches Show. I'm Wally Langsfellow. Until next time, have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to the Coaches Show with Concordia University's St. Paul head football coach, Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.